Schedulicity has done it once again. They, uh, uh, in addition to their $5,000 a month grant that they give to a barber or to a hairstylist, um, they just, uh, they just made it so it's uh, a little bit easier to make some money. Yeah. I mean, they uh, came out with a credit card processing uh, payment system called Schedulicity Pays. It's pretty exciting, right? I mean, like they're offering it, uh, they're offering credit card processing for 1.99% or 10 cents a, a swipe, but... And what's cool about that is that they'll get, even give you a uh, free uh, card reader. That's unheard of, right? Because I know I paid like a bunch of money for mine. Yeah. You know? So they're going to give it to you free and then only charge you 1.99% with... Uh, 10 cent a swipe fee, right? Yeah, you can't beat that. You can't beat that at all. Um, and also what's really cool too is it works within your Schedule City app, so you don't even have to leave the app or use a different um, like app outside of outside of the, uh, you know, the, the, the already app, right? Yeah, you just stay in one platform. That's can't it. get easier than that either. I'm like, <laughs> I know, right? And you can uh, manage all your uh, all your papers right through that, right? Yeah, all your inventory and everything. It, you know, all major credit cards are accepted. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And the best part, which is also what makes Schedulicity incredible, is their their customer service, or as I like to be called, the rock stars. The rock stars. So you still have the love, same. Love the rock stars. The rock stars are are the difference makers in this company, as far as I'm concerned. Oh my god. Yeah. Um. And so you still get that uh, that that same service with them. Um, so I mean, literally getting paid just got a little bit better. Yeah. And then for uh, more information, just visit schedulicitycares.com to find out uh, more information on getting paid. Schedulicity cares. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome to your day off. My name is Corey. Of course, my best bud. Tony, what's up, man? What's going on, brother? So uh, once again, Salon Centric brought us out to another amazing event here all the way in Lake Geneva, Wisconsin. First time ever in Wisconsin. I know, right? Yeah. This podcast has gotten us into some weird states. A lot of firsts. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Lots of firsts, exactly. Um, so yeah, man, this is a pretty cool event. Just thank Salon Centric again a ton for, for bringing us out and letting us um, uh, share in their, um, their, their, their salon, whatever this is. Yeah, we truly appreciate it. And you know, it just goes to show you the importance of live events and, you know what I mean? Because you get to network and you get to see people that you normally don't see and, mm. and just, just, you know what I mean? Just iron sharpen iron, right? So you get to be around the people that inspires you. Yeah. And, and, and it's weird too, because when you're in the room with the people that inspire you, it's even more inspirational, right? It's not like, it's not like watching them like on a, on Instagram or on YouTube or anything like to be in the room, to be in their presence. It's just a, it's like, you know what it's like? It's like when you go see stand up. Stand up's always stand up comedy. It's always much better in the room than it is watching it on Netflix. Right. Right. And it's just, it's just, it's just better. It's just better to be in the room. It, you, you get more, you learn more. The, the crowd is better. It creates a different energy. And I think it opens up different, uh, like learning paths in your brain. Yeah. And you get to meet, uh, new people. And you get to meet the people that you came to see, yep. especially here at Lake, Lake Geneva. Like it's such a small venue, you know, and it's, uh, it's not overly crowded. It's not like the premiere where you have 60,000 hairdressers, you know? Right. Even though we do love premiere, it's just a little bit more intimate. It's different, right? Yeah. It's different. And you get to see everybody and have dinner with everybody and, you know, go to the cougar party, I guess, for some people. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they called it. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see when we right. get there. So, um, today, uh, we bring, we're bringing back an old friend of the podcast, someone that we've had on a few more times. Yeah. yeah he, he's probably the one of the most amazing human beings on the planet. And I think that might be an understatement. Yeah. <laughs> even know? as much as I, yeah, I, I probably can't even say how genuine and just how just I love this dude. Yeah, me too. So today we're going to bring on Daniel Mason Jones and Daniel's been on uh, two other times. He, um, he once told us a story, his amazing tearful <laughs> story um, that we released actually like uh, early December 2018, and then um, that's it's crazy that that story had such an impact on me that uh, I I still have conversations with my clients about that story. One hundred percent. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and that's over a year ago. 
it's amazing, right? right? And like how many, I mean, we've done, you know, we do twice, two a week. So, you know, it's what, 100 and, yeah. 104 podcasts to go or so. You know, yeah, I know, it's 100%. crazy. It's crazy. And then his second one was really cool too, is, you know, his philosophies on, on, on running a salon and stuff. So today we're going to kind of, uh, I guess we'll kind of talk about all of that, but, you know, we're just honored to have him uh, sitting across from us again today. Yep. Get in. Get in. Get in. So Mr. Daniel Mason Jones, thank you very, very much for joining us on your day off. Thank you. Welcome. I'm so happy to be back. Wow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, oh, man. Thanks yeah. for thanks for thanks Every for time you up. say, you know, we'd say, Hey, you wanna come on? You say, Yeah, we, it makes our day, man. Yeah, I for real. Love you guys. Oh, we love you too. Like Daniel. in the biggest thanks, way. Thank oh, you. Oh, we gotta get off and not do hugs and stuff. I'm right. Right. So uh so we talked a little bit about uh, Lake Geneva as as an artist that's on stage, um, what's your feeling on it? Or I love the show. You know what I love about the show is there's such a, a high energy. There's not a million people here like you guys were talking about. It's, it's the quality of people versus the quantity of people. Mm. The people that are here, they're here intentionally. This morning I was in my room getting ready, and I was looking out the window. It was like 730. I saw these beautiful people perfectly dressed walking across the parking lot, and I was like, you know what? They're representations of beauty, and they were just piling in. It was just beautiful person after beautiful person. I was thinking to myself, I can't wait to get and know these people. Um, some of them I had seen. I was like, oh, my gosh, I follow her on Instagram. No, get out. So really? uh, that was kind of cool, you know, people that I've become friends with on social. So that's been really powerful. I did three programs today here, and the audiences are just they're just good people. The Midwest, you can't beat it. I know I'm from the South. But <laughs> oh, you're going to get in trouble. The Midwesterners are definitely sweeter people. Oh, yeah. it, was, it was amazing because uh, we came by and just gave you a hug this morning. But you had – the people lining up this is a, are coming in an hour before the uh, the class even started. No pressure, it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh gosh, I got to see behind scenes. That's right. Us, us, yeah. like goofing around with you. Yeah, I love that. Thanks for that. It started my day off perfectly. So thanks. Uh, oh, Daniel, stop it, stop it. Good. And you guys even helped me with a technology problem. That <laughs> right. was amazing. So. All right. Hey, um, so you know, I, first of all, I'm such a big fan of you, the person, but major fan of how you run your salon company. And, um, you know, I watch you a lot on, on Facebook and I watch you a lot on Instagram. And I mean, there's a couple of things I'll throw them all out there and we'll kind of like, we'll, we'll kind of dice it up as we go. But like your salon meetings are unlike any salon meetings I've ever seen. Um, and like, right, I think it was right before Philly or something. We, we sat down and talked about it, but like you sent three people to Hawaii out of your salon company? Sent five. Five people. <laughs> and I have another. Sorry. Yeah. That was last week, and now I have another group that just landed this morning in Rio, Brazil. Oh, my gosh, dude. So we know that you do it because you're an awesome guy and you want to do that, but but how does how does one, how does a salon company afford that? You know what I mean? Or how it's do you set it up, right? You know, I think a lot of people are overwhelmed by that. If you're an owner listening, you're like, how do I have the money to do that? It is expensive, and that's something, you know, in the very beginning, we couldn't do that. We set aside typically about $150,000 a year in education bonuses for our team because we understand the importance of education. If if my team are highly inspired and educated, they're going to make a massive difference for us inside the company. But the type of work that they do in the environment, um, you know, there's a lot of people here at the show that have actually come to hang out in my salon. And they're like, this place is on fire. Like, you see just the chemistry of everybody that works there. It's a happy place. And it's because we, we involve them with each other and we, we run uh, contests. The contests, they don't compete against each other. They compete with each other and they win these opportunities. And the, uh, some of the ones that are in Ho- are not Hawaii, sorry, Brazil right now, um, they just joined our company about a year ago. And what? yeah, and they're already on these trips. And these trips <laughs> typically cost us around $10,000 per person. But to me, it's worth it because I get to watch them. And so many times it's the first time even on an airplane. So no to, way, really? So to fly them across the world and give them an experience, oh. my God, it feels so good. And I, I mean, I'm as excited as if I were in Brazil right now because I just saw pictures as I was sitting here getting ready to go live with you guys. So. Right. That's that, amazing. That's, that's so a part fun. of who you are because even in our first two podcasts, it was <laughs> there are so many stories in those about you just giving. You know what I mean? So something about you giving and how that makes you feel, it just, I mean – when you start to talk about it, I get the chills a little bit because it's just, you know, very few human beings that have that spirit of they just want to give. Most people want to receive. What is, mm. What's in it for me? Once you experience that giving and what it feels like, it it's addicting. Mm-hmm. It's addicting because it, it's like sometimes people can't even repay you for what you're giving them and you don't want them to. And yeah. it's just a 
it feels so good. Like it's literally a high for me. I love giving. Yeah, you're changing, changing lives. They're changing my life. Because it's funny because you said some, you know, some of these people have only been with you for a year. Well, there's one particular gentleman that that he was with you in Premier. Um, you know, he just started working for you, and we were talking to him. He goes, you know what? Without a doubt, what you taught him and what he learned from you. Within that one year, he was already over six figures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he hasn't even been with you for a year. And he's been, and he moved out from another state, so he yeah. didn't even have a book. He a left everything client. to come work in our company. Yeah, in the first year, he was over six figures. Wow, he was actually mid six figures. Like, Whoa, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah, that's so cool. It's passion. Yeah, we have a friend actually interviewing this week with with your company. He's down there. He came on uh, Friday or Saturday? No, yeah. Friday. He came Friday. Then he and hung out with us. Yep, full day. That's what, did you meet him? Yeah. Are we, on, are we here? Are it we? was crazy in the salon, so I didn't get to talk to him a whole lot, but he he interviewed all, like, 5 million people that work in the company, and uh, I just saw him, like, powwows with everybody. So, yeah, he oh, definitely came awesome, to hang out. That's awesome, man. That's pretty cool. So, uh, once again, going back to the business, how does and, – and maybe, like, I'm maybe I don't have – what are you, up to, like, 60 employees or something now? We're 68 right now. So, 68, <laughs> so 68 like, income-bringing hairdressers? Yeah. Or that's well, it? not all just hairdressers. That's our, our guest experience coordinators. That's our um, – that's the associates. That's We have three in the spa department. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we have a full staff right now, and we keep – How many thinking, people are in, the, are in the salon company that are bringing money, meaning, like, unlike – Service providers. Service providers, um, right. Well, we everybody, because our guest experience, they also bring in money. Right, okay. that's a that's the cash cow for the company is your right. your people to answer the phones, so uh, really everybody's income producing. So how do you again if I don't have sixty eight employees, let's say I have twenty, like yep, you put aside one hundred and fifty thousand. You said yeah for that. So as a salon company, what do I need to budget for, or how can I budget for that so I can give an experience? And maybe it's not going to Hawaii. Maybe it's you know something simpler yeah. or you know. Of course, like, we started out with trips to um, New York City or Chicago. Um, I mean, you have a credit card for the salon, you get points on, so use that and you can always pay that. If you don't have tons of money, you can charge it. Let's face it. When you open, when you open a business it's expensive, right? So giving your team something is going to cost money, but it feels so, so right. And so good. We also are a proud salon centric partner and we use L'Oreal professional. So we get level points inside of our company. Those points will also, you can redeem those for, for educational offerings as well. So there's so many ways that you can do that. I talked to a salon uh, rep that's here, and and he said that most of his salons came here on like the salon centric points, mm-hmm. right? Isn't that crazy? What are they called? What are they called? Level points. The level points. Yeah, so they came on the level points. Isn't that incredible? I love that. It it gives people that may not have the additional income uh-huh. opportunities. So I love being with a partner that supports me. So that's that's huge. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm glad salon centric does that as well. It's kind of amazing. <laughs> that is amazing. <laughs> You know, and it just allows, you know, to be able to come here and do things that, you know, normally that maybe a salon couldn't afford or somebody exactly. couldn't afford. And it yeah. just opens up because they see they believe in people. You know, that's why I want to be with that company is they believe in people in the bigger message, community and education. But let's get back to the like like Corey was trying to get to the nuts and bolts. I mean, I, I guess it's more or less the, the, the business plan. I mean, obviously, you have to have like a plan in place in order to make it work you, you do know, you just can't like just tuck money away and just send people <laughs> off yeah so and, and, and i know that we've talked about in the, in, in the previous podcast as well that you you're an open book right so Absolutely. people can come and and pay a small fee and you will show them everything the and, shadow program right yeah the shadow yeah, program, which right? is evolving holy smoke tell us we're gonna do it's gonna be totally different uh coming up soon we're gonna do like two days of intensive immersion into our culture and uh, what's happened is we have a wait list to get the shadow project. So we're trying to figure out how to do it with multiple owners. So we're going to go through a pretty strategic process. We've got some super cool things laid out. It'll be an experience that you would never forget. But do you go through, I mean, not only through your P&Ls, but do you go through like how you're able to do? Absolutely. Yeah. People want to know how we were able to provide health insurance. How do we give a 401k with match? How do we do all this stuff? And uh, we have to have conversations with our team. It's about having, we're a team, right? So with right. Without one person, the next person can't can't play the game. Right. So they have to understand that they need to bring retail to the table. Retail is what gives us that additional funds. The additional funds give them all the additional perks. So it's about they support the company, we support them. And everybody inside of our company, I'm going to be doing a lot of leadership training in 2020 for, for classes. That's what I'm going to be speaking on next year. And everybody inside your company is a leader. And I think so many times the old mentality of being a boss um, 
is is kind of done. Everybody that works inside that company is a leader and they all bring something to the table. So when you all collaborate and work together, it's like this crazy thing that happens. That's awesome. Everybody's yeah. holding everybody accountable. Absolutely. And they're, and they're all kind of, they feel like they're all on the same, uh, they're equal or they're exactly. on the same playing field. And like not everybody has a desire to own a salon. People want to have leadership, quali- they have leadership qualities and traits, but they don't want to own a salon. Right. So let them lead where they are. And it alleviates the stress off of me, and it gives them empowerment inside the company. And let's face it, there's a lot of times their ideas are way better than mine. They're 23, 24 years old. I love what they're bringing to the table. I support them, whatever they say. I'm like, let's go. It. Let's do it. Well, that's where a lot of people probably have have issues maybe of allowing to just letting go, yeah. right? Because they, they own it, and they want to hold on to it, and they're afraid to let it go. Nope. Well, so many times you hear, and I certainly see it on you know some of the Facebook forums or, or some of the other forums, is... Um, like even salon companies that won't allow them to l- allow service providers to promote themselves on like on like Instagram or or, or, or Facebook or whatever you know they, they want to hold crazy. that which is crazy to me too yeah that's that's not going to work for very long no no you're <laughs> dealing with artists that's like hurting cats think of it like this you go into Saks Fifth Avenue Neiman's Target any of these big stores right so th- the salon company is the brand but inside that company is all the individual brands so. Somebody may be a balayage specialist. Somebody does fades. Somebody does mm. microblading. You have this incredible opportunity at your fingertips. You need to be branded individually into something bigger so that the whole entire company wins. That's a great analogy, by the way. What is it? Rising tides raise all ships. Like, that's how it works. So the company, Nordstrom, wouldn't be what it is if it didn't have all the brands. Right. Mm. Like I'm at church. <laughs> we Once always again, go to church. We, we, we always go to church, <laughs> sir. We always go to church. That's pretty cool. So what... Um, I want to go backwards. So, yeah, like young, go. young, young, young Daniel Mason Jones as a young owner, or, or did, so when you opened your first salon, did you do that with Jody, or was yeah, that mm-hmm. so, so? You and Jody did that together. Yep, I was so, twenty-seven. Twenty-seven, mm-hmm. such a young boy. I was a kid. Such a young little lad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the mistakes, or what, are the, what were some of the things when you first started that you had to kind of? Oh my Like, gosh. was it like interpersonal type stuff with like your staff? Because that mm-hmm. seems like, especially at twenty-seven, like. I didn't You're know still trying I to figure doing. stuff right. I had no clue. You know, I thought always thought, oh, the busiest hairdresser should open a salon. Well, that's the dumbest thing. Ever. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> just because you're the busiest hairdresser in the salon just means you're the busiest hairdresser in the salon. Um, we opened the salon, and it was, I, I told it in one of the previous podcasts, but uh, we never, we didn't want to open a salon. It wasn't a thing. But all the salons around us were closing, and it was, they were just bad. They were doing weird stuff, and it was a lot of unethical behaviors. Not, I can't get behind that in any capacity. So we wound, it, we wound up opening a salon at 27. I always say I did it for a tax write-off because at the time <laughs> I was doing okay. And I was like, well, if I have a loss, <laughs> then I'll get a tax deduction. And uh, we opened this company with four employees, said so we would never hire more than 10. Now we're at 68. You um, lied. I know. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the, people, the people, they started bringing more people, and the reputation got out. And we, our company is so unusual where we are a commission salon, but a lot of people are like, oh, they have this bad taste in commission salons because sure. they've been done wrong for so long. And I was like, how can we change this concept around completely? And what we found over the past three years in particular is the majority of the people that have joined our company are people that were independent that are coming into the team base oh, wow. because they're only working 24 hour work weeks and making a hell of a living. So, um, and they're getting all the perks and benefits without having to do all the extra work of ordering color and, and all that. So I had to change the way that was done for so long. And it's like you were saying a while ago, it's hard to take a step back in your company and be like, this is mine. You can't do that. If you don't have your employees, you don't have anything. Right. If you don't have your customers, you can't do pretty hair. If you don't have employees, you can't do yeah. pretty hair. Exactly. And the more leaders that you have inside your organization and company, the bigger your brand message becomes. So for me, if I were acting as a boss in my company, that's a dictator role. And I'm I'm like belittling everyone inside the company. And often you'll hear a boss person say, well, it's lonely at the top. Well, it's, ne- it's never lonely where I am, because if I look to my left or right, I've got an associate that's growing beside me. I've got a, a level one or level two that's beside me because I'm learning from them just as they're learning from me. So our company is so different. Wow. Like I, how did you learn that? It's just, I, I said in the class just a while ago, there's two things I find that are so beautiful that people can wear is clothing yourself in humility and like dressing in passion. If you have passion and you have humility, you can go anywhere in the world. Yeah, we all could act cool if we wanted to, but at the end of the day, we're just humans. So, uh, yeah, I mean, those are my people. I got to support them. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> I love my people. 
right? I just, it, 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 I guess it's just very evolved way of thinking. It right? has to be. Right. Our whole world needs to evolve, not just the hair industry. The whole world needs to evolve in how we think. I love that. We all serve. We all serve. If we did all serve, and be such we'd a, be happy. Can you yeah. imagine? Oh my goodness! I'm <laughs> not self serve. Serve others. Serve yep. others. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So at twenty seven, did you? Um, I'm going to put you right there now. Let's go. Were, were there? Um, did you make mistakes? Did you make interpersonal mistakes? I'm still did making you, mistakes. I know, but like, like, like now you've kind of you're, you're starting to figure it out a little bit. Like, yeah. like was it was there that one person like where you're like, damn, I should have tried a little harder. Oh gosh, or, absolutely, or whatever that is. I wish I could go back to all the employees that worked inside of our company over the past 14 years, and be like, hey, we have changed completely. By the way, and I want to let you know that it was because of your time with us that we grew. We grew because of you. We learned because of you. And when you when you left our company, it hurt. But we had to take a step back and ask why you left. And uh, ask yeah. yourself why you left. Yeah. And it, let's face it. At the end of the day, numbers don't lie. People do. I could sit here all day long and say, "Well, the world's changing. The economy's changing. This is changing. That's changing." If people are leaving your company a lot, then there's a problem. There's a bleed out, and you had to figure out what is causing that bleed out. We just. We just had evaluations in our company two weeks ago. We sent out to all of our associates in the company that have trainers and all of our level ones. We sent out uh, questionnaires for them to do evaluations on us, the leaders. They were anonymous. Mm -hmm. And so we were able to get the feedback is is if we were really doing leadership roles in the company, were we inspiring them? Were we growing them? Were we spending enough time developing them? Because that's important stuff. And a lot of the feedback that we came back with was that we, we needed to work a little harder. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Did you, did you do that internal or did you have an outside company? No, it was internal. We just did a, um, we didn't do it through email. We printed out papers and had our entire team just fill them out. Oh, you know everyone's signature, Daniel, you or don't. your handwriting. Not with 68 people. <laughs> Lies. Most of them write like serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you live. Exactly. But it, it's really powerful when you have those moments to, you know, it's easy for us in, in higher leadership to correct and try to mold these people. Mm-hmm. But who's correcting us? Exactly. They are. Exactly. Right. Because we serve each other. We serve each other. Because yeah. we did a, um, I worked at a salon where, where they did the, uh, the sounds like a sticker. We serve each other. We serve each other. I like it. That needs to go on your laptop. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That'll be <like> exactly. <laughs> sell, me, sell, sell me out. <laughs> um, I worked at a salon that, that we did that, but they actually had an outside company do it. Yeah. So then there was no there was no way they knew where the information was coming from. Fair enough. So they said. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, I got fired a week later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I mean, you just have to change the way it's been done for so long. I said it on one of the podcasts that we did before. I was like, if we keep doing what we've been doing in the hair industry over and over and over and over, we're going to completely dissolve. Because everything around us is changing, but we want to hang on to these old habits inside of ourselves. It's not going to work. I don't care how you try to dress it up. It's not going to work. Every industry is changing. Every business is changing. Everything is changing. We have to change with it. And speaking of change, tell us about those outrageous uh, company meetings that you have. Oh, my God. They're so fun. So we don't call them team meetings um, or staff meetings. We call them team celebrations. And that is exactly what we do. We celebrate. So, um, you know, if you level jump, if you've grown, if you had your biggest paycheck, if you satisfied a guest beyond whatever, you got four great Google reviews this week, or maybe your associate filled up their opportunity day, whatever it was, we celebrate nonstop inside that salon. Mm -hmm. And uh, our team get to those team meetings. We have one uh, this coming Friday morning at 9 o'clock from 9 o'clock until 10 we are going to be lit, mm-hmm. and we have got some really cool things to talk about. One of the biggest things is our uh, – it's kind of boring, but not boring – our uh, financial guys coming, and we have now $1.5 million that we've contributed to our staff's retirement. Oh, my god! And uh, so that's really cool. So we'll celebrate that. We'll get him out of the way because he's boring in business. <laughs> and then we're going to jump into all the celebrations. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the people that just won their trips, how those trips were. We're going to talk about people that hired on their new associates, what that looks like. We'll talk about our incentives for Q4, how we're going to pound out the last two months of the year. Pound it? Yeah. I mean, so it's fun. There's no need to sit there and beat your team to death about dress code and dirty bowls and towels and missing clips and somebody borrowed my curling iron. That stuff's irrelevant. We know it happens in every single salon. Mm -hmm. Get to the celebratory stuff. Let's talk about this. So you have kids. Imagine your kid comes home from school and they have three A's, a B, a C, and an F. 
which one do you talk to your child about? Naturally, you want to talk about the F. You naturally are going to go to the F. It's easy to beat somebody up when they didn't perform. Why don't, instead of talking about the F, why don't you wrap your arm around them and say, hey, you know what? You did an incredible job. Look at those three A's and the B. The C's okay. If you're a hairdresser, we're like, we're fine with that. <laughs> we're like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but instead of beating them up, say, hey, you did really great. I see that you're like excelling in all these other classes. Can we talk about what's happening here? And just have a conversation. Sometimes if you just wrap your arm around somebody that you feel needs it the least, you can really bring them to the top. And they just need to know that you care. That's the biggest thing in leadership. So, uh, yeah, we, we focus on all the positive, And it is a lot of fun. And I, I'll tell you, our, our, our guests will start showing up to the salon around 945, 940. They trickle in because they know what we do. No. And they want to listen to it. They're like, I wish I worked for a company that did that. I'm like, well, it's never too late to become a hairstylist. <laughs> <laughs> so we just celebrate those things. And we, we collaborate on ideas. Sometimes we do like, um, we'll do like games or team building exercises or master talks, whatever. It's just really fun. It's really fun. That's cool. And how often do you do your meetings? Once a month. Once I a wish month. we could do them every week. Right. Look at the biggest organizations in the world. All the churches, mosques, synagogues, all the religious practices in the world. They meet weekly. How do you think they're so strong? Right. It's because they come together, they express their ideas, they share their voice, they share their message, and they conquer. Yeah. If if you're not doing a meeting or a celebration and like taking talking about your talking points, you can't do that because your team doesn't understand what your message is. It's all about your brand message. Mm. Love that. And do you do do it a particular like Friday? Is it like the oh, first Friday of the month or the last Friday of the um, month or something like that? It depends. Like we try to do first Friday of the month. This one. This will be the first Friday. Yeah, this will be the first Friday of the month. So that's how that one works out. Nope. He said depends. Second. Like, you're going to have clients showing up on Fridays that <laughs> early. <laughs> They're like, Sorry. I wanted to come to the meeting. I want to go to the meeting. It's next but, week. Uh, okay. yeah, I get a chance fun. to go to Hawaii. And we've even started putting some of those meetings, uh, the celebrations, on our Facebook Lives to let people see what we do behind scenes. Because it's Yeah, that's just, where I saw it. Yeah, it's exciting stuff. I mean, we give away money in those things and... Uh, trips and it's just fun. And then our holiday party's coming up, and that's where it really gets real. Oh, we're going. We're going to Atlanta. All yeah. the spouses are what like, day is Man, that? I wish I worked for a company like that. <laughs> <laughs> what day is that? December one. We're going to uh, do it early this year. What? So uh, yeah, we can just blend in. We'll be sixty nine yeah. and seventy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but it's an exciting concept, and you know, I always say this for everything in life. If if you're a stylist right now and you're listening, I talked about this in branding class this morning. If you're an owner listening, if you're, it doesn't even matter. A lot of the stuff I talk about is just life. It's not even about the hair industry at all. Not everybody is for you and you're not for everybody. So it's, you have to kiss a lot of frogs sometimes to find the people. But uh, even in education, you know, I'll be teaching classes. Sometimes I'll look around, I'm like, these people are just here for CE hours. They're not here for, for their soul to be fed. And then you'll get your core group of who those people are. And they, they become your evangelist and they talk about your brand. And it's the same thing. If your salon if you have a, a team that really evangelize your message, everybody wants to become part of that. Right. Yeah. That's true, man. I mean, so, I could look around at our team and I could easily tell you probably 60% of them have moved from out of state to work in our company. Yeah. I mean, we witness a friend, friend thinking about the same thing. So, <laughs> so totally. Well, people say like, how do you lead the sheep? Like, how are you leading all the sheep? I'm like, I'm not leading the sheep. I'm making sure that my grass is fertilized where I, where I am. So the sheep can eat. There you right. go. Oh, yeah. Mm. Do you still, um, does the salon company still do one-on-ones and stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're having to switch that around a little bit um, because we have become so big. It's hard to meet with every single person. And we found that the level uh, associates, ones, twos, and threes need to be met with a little bit more frequently than every quarter. So we're taking some of our higher level stylists to meet with them now and show them the path of success. So we'll take somebody that's a level five or six and, and give them the empowerment to sit down and coach them. So what our philosophy is... Um, we show you how to do it. You sit with us and watch us do it. And then we'll sit with you and watch you do it. And then you do it. Then you're free. And then the bigger goal is for them to eventually teach somebody else how to do that. So it takes sure. it off of us. And they're getting this incredible sense of pride because they're in the salon leading the younger generation. And it's so cool to watch this this community that's happening. That's wow. cool. Like they're part of something, right? Yeah, they are. They're part, they're of, the part of something amazing. Yeah. So what would your advice be? Like if, if a salon's with uh, an owner listening now and they want to uh, t- to be more like, you know, that type of salon. I mean, because there's so many s- owners out there that I-, I feel that 
you know, we sat into a classroom today and uh, there's a lot of owners out there. It was about, you know, owner appreciation, but it's how, how can they get themselves out of that mind frame or out of that situation and, and flip it? Because right now there's owners, there's so many salons where the owner just owns a salon and everybody's coming to work and it's all the stylists is kind of like self-absorbed and self-focused, right? How do you change that? You know, the first thing I would say is go out together and adopt a charity. You know, I'm always going to go back to charity work, um, our community work. They need to go out in the community and, and see how people have it, right? When you see that people are living a lot worse off than all of us and you're able to help them doing whatever it is that you do, um, that that's going to do away with the self-absorbed, hopefully. I mean, there's people that are going to have egos always. But if you, uh, if you just kind of step into other people's worlds and see how they're feeling and get out of your own self, it's powerful. And then if you see how you could do that as a company, you know, the first, our first opportunity was when we built the foster home. That was cool. Um, moving forward from that, we were able to support a private charity each year for uh, clinical trials for childhood cancer. So we always try to figure out a different way to work together as a team to make the world a little better. And, you know, that may sound silly for a lot of people, but I do believe that one person can change a lot. Look at Elon Musk and look at Steve Jobs not to say that being a hairdresser is going to have that sort of impact on people, but that was, that was singular people that literally changed the entire world. And the people that are, what is the quote? The people that change the world are the ones that are crazy enough to think that they can. That's right. it, right? Yeah. That's like pretty cool. Bestos. <laughs> yeah, Amazon, I mean, right? Yeah. <laughs> now Talk we need to teach them how to pay taxes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. right. right. So, um, so you've done the trips and stuff. Have you ever thought about like like I know you're obsessed with like Porsches, right? I am. Um, yeah. Yeah, we just got a new one again last week. Surprise. <laughs> oh, you know what you should do? You should do like a you should do like a <laughs> like a contest where you'll lease them a Porsche for a year. I mean, that would be kind of sick. I'm yeah. saying. Could you imagine? Whoop whoop. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? Um another Cayenne Turbo. How many Cayennes do you have? Now we have two. We have a red one and a white one in spirit of the holidays. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Valentine's Day. And Valentine's Day and Georgia Bulldogs. And you need a blue one in in July. I really do want the new Miami blue. It's beautiful. Ooh, the 911 Carrera. I can't. I went to the party for that. It's gorgeous. A few more conditioning treatments. <laughs> <laughs> well, just bump it up to 70 employees. I mean, oh, gosh. There you go. Yeah, sometimes <laughs> sometimes more is not always better. Right. Yeah, quality <laughs> over quantity. But I'm sure we'll be there soon. I mean, all jokes aside, like how how do you manage 68 people? Like how do we don't? Well, 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 where's Jody? Maybe Jody can answer that. <laughs> we uh, I could tell you Jody's answer right away. We hire under three H's: humble, hustle, and hungry. If you're not humble, you can't join us. If you don't have a hustle, we don't need you. And if you're not hungry, we can't feed you. Right, so we have the three H's that we go for, and we used to believe in hire slow, fire fast. We don't believe that anymore. We believe in hiring hard and managing easy. So what's that mean? So that means if you hire the right people in your company and they understand your philosophy, the vision of the company, where we're headed, what our growth strategy is, what our servant leadership looks like, then we don't have to manage them. We don't have to tell them, hey, we're going to give this much back to charity every year. We're going to give this much time back to charity or the community we don't have to have those conversations because they're, they're coming to us saying, hey, can we do this? Um, you know, and if you're hiring hungry, you don't have to tell people to go out and market themselves or to bring a new guest. They're going to do it because it's inside their DNA. So they are. Right. And I've been joking lately about we hire Olympians at Muse Salon and Spa. We don't hire hairdressers. Anybody can hire. There's 5 billion hairdressers that are playing hairdresser and beauty shop. We hire the Olympians. What is an Olympian? Uh, for like a trick, trick a winner. He's the best of the They're best. They're a winner. Yeah. How do you get to the Olympics? They're the best of the best. How do they get to be the best of the best? They practice. They, they practice. Hustle. They learn. They give a hundred percent. And when they become the best of the best and they make it to the Olympics, do they stop? Yeah. They no. Keep training. Yep. That's who I hire. Getting ready for the next one already. Mm -hmm. As soon as this one's over. Yeah. I'm like, I, that's who I hire. I don't want somebody that thinks, well, I'm incredible at balayage. That's awesome. But what else can you do with that balayage? What's the newest technique you can do with that balayage? How can you make that balayage faster? How can you train somebody inside my company to do that balayage? So it's, uh, yeah, you're great, but what can you do better? Right. Or as the Summit World says, how do you better your best? How do you better your best? Yeah. 
do it do it every day do it every day do it every day mm. yeah. it's good right that is awesome so cool y'all making me miss my team right <laughs> <laughs> sorry didn't just left <laughs> that's pretty cool man yeah so it's fun it, you know the the energy when you walk inside of our company is definitely different the customers see it they're like this place is happy everybody's like there's always something going on there's always some sort of exciting something and uh we started doing a lot more events this year, which is cool. Our millennials, they're amazing. I can't, I can never say what, what kind of event. What do you mean? Um, we did a, a new launch of a product event. It's called a source essential by L'Oreal professional. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's, it's like sustainable. It's all green. It's about being organic and recycling and reducing the carbon footprint. So we went through and we, we went through strategy and found the exact influencers in our area in the Atlanta area that were geared toward clean environment also geared toward beauty and we found exactly where they were invited to them to this event it was a huge night that night we actually had four million impressions on instagram Whoa, alone wow. four million impressions so that doesn't hurt your business we're going into the holidays we're doing blow dry boot camp we're doing um love your skin event at our salon we're teaching uh, back up back up back up back up so <laughs> when you found influencers that aren't are not in the hair they don't come industry. to our salon no mm Got it. So you just reach out to them and go, oh, they believe in sustainable, yada, yada, yada. Absolutely. And then you invited them to, that is so genius. Yep. And so what happened was we did this beautiful step and repeat that was all organic. There were flowers on it. It was, it was really like special. Like a flower wall? Yeah. And uh, the people came in and look, these events don't cost that much. You spend five or $6,000 for a night and you'll get $100,000 worth of new business. <gasps> it's a no brainer. So we brought these people in and they were like, we've never even heard of your salon before. This place is beautiful. I love what you're doing. We love your message. This product sounds amazing. They talked about the product on all their social media. And like I said, we had 4 million impressions that night. That was a three-hour event. Wow. We do makeup events. We teach young kids back to school. We do back to school events every single year. We teach them how to cleanse their face properly. You know, kids have acne. Teach them how to take care of their skin, how to wear their makeup. They don't know how to wear makeup. They're watching YouTube videos. They don't know the proper ingredients. We teach them everything. The more value that you can build for your company, when you make your salon or your Instagram or your chair, whatever it is that you whatever platform you're serving from, if you make it so full of value, people can't turn you away. So, so are you and Jody, are you and the, the management team um, sitting around a table like this and just saying, how can we make or dig deep in our community? Yeah. Or, do, or do you open that up through the whole company? Um, we typically take our, our stronger leaders, like we normally take them to our beach house for a couple of days. We'll fly them down, and that's not a bad gig. <laughs> and uh, we take them down to the beach, and we, we go enjoy some fine dining, and more, maybe there's a wine festival or something, and we want them to be part of the experience so they can see, again, where our customers shop and what they do. And uh, then we, we just kind of pound out ideas, and that's, that's powerful. And Jody just recently took a group, another group to our lake house up in the mountains, and uh, that was fun for them. They get to go up there, and, and they just talk. And, um, you know, there's a lot of – great discoveries that can happen through a, a quick conversation to, right. to better everybody. So do you, you, you were saying um, that, that, you know, part of your, your H's is that, is that, you know, there, there's, there's, there's a charity element and stuff. So are, are, are some of, do some of your salon professionals, are they, I don't want to use the word required, but is, is there an expectation that, that if you guys do like these events, that this is a free event or that, 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 you kind of get where we I'm have going them to. sign up for. It. I mean, they know what we're about in the mm-hmm. beginning. Um, we do a sign up sheet like we do a day a year that we we give 100 percent of our service back to childhood cancer. It's typically the third Thursday in September. And uh, we give everybody the opportunity to sign up if they want to volunteer for that day. And if they don't, they can have the day off mm-hmm. because we don't want to confuse the guests because we have a lot of guests coming into the salon that day that are strictly getting their hair done with us because they know their money is going to children with cancer. And uh, so that's powerful. Um, just be real clear. You know, everything comes down to communication and relationships and what we do. I think so many people don't realize that communication is so easy. If you just put out what, hey, this is what I expect from you. And I know you have expectations from me too. Am I meeting yours? Right. And they're going to say yes or no. And you're like, well, you're meeting mine. And I feel that we could also do this in addition or whatever. But yeah, again, we have such a clear message on on what we do. Our team celebration before we do our childhood cancer event, we typically bring in my neighbor. He's a survivor. He's now seven. Whoa. He was diagnosed when he was 10 oh. months old. And uh, he talks. He's so freaking adorable. He'll sit up there and talk about, um, you know, his cancer experience and 
He's very well spoken for a seven-year-old boy that's been through a whole lot in his life. And uh, so when he talks, you can't turn away from that. You know, the, the team are looking at this sweet little towhead boy that's up there talking about fishing and how, you know, how he went through chemotherapy and his, his first memories of life were having IVs in him. And uh, you can't turn away from that if you have a heart at all. Right. So, yeah. But it's we just might about, need his number. We might need to get him on the podcast. He's so freaking <laughs> cool. This kid is a he's a rock star. So so when, when so all right, you guys come back from the beach house, back from the lake house. Um, do you? I mean, how do you implement it? Do you do you you know do you introduce it in sections or pieces? Hey, you try this to see if this works. Depending Is on it, the situation, yeah. I mean, but a lot of times the people that were there and that support that brought the idea to fruition, we let them execute it. We'll give them the money or the funds or the credit card, whatever they need. This is you. You had this vision. I'm going to support you. Bring it to life. And if it doesn't work, we'll try something else. Gotcha. So you give them the opportunity to own it. Yeah. Listen, if you don't let your team fail, they're never going to grow. And if I hold their hand every single time, don't do that. Don't try that. Then I am only standing in their way. Right. That's a terrible leader. Like I have to let them fall. Even if I might see it in my eye that they might fall or fail with a certain situation, mm-hmm. I, it's my job. It's my obligation to let them fail and grow. Here's the thing. On the backside, they know I've always got their back. Mm-hmm. So if they fail, it's fine. They're still safe in the company. I'm still going to love you. I'm still going to grow you and nurture you. We're just going to try something else. You got to be excited that at least you tried. Yeah. You imagine ever trying anything. That'd be boring. Right. What's, what's your policy <laughs> or, or how do you handle like an un, unhappy uh, uh, client experience? Mm. Um, well, we try to make them happy. We try sure. to get them back with the service provider that they, they had their less than favorable experience with. We try to diagnose what the issue really was. If it was somebody that this is, I do not want to see this guest again or this stylist again. We'll recommend someone else. And our, our guest experience coordinators, they know to have consultation. They have scripts. Mm-hmm. You know, what type of hair do you have? What personality? You know, is, are you a person that likes to come in the salon and read a book? If so, we're going to put you with one of our quieter stylists. If you're somebody that likes to have a great time, conversation, we're going to put you with one of those. So we try to make sure that we're pairing them off appropriately during that time. Um, and always just meet them where they are. You know, sometimes it could be something that is to us is nothing. They see the wrong tone in their hair. They think their hair is too blonde or oh that never happens in the south but they <laughs> they think their hair is brassy or the Midwest. And exactly and so you just have to say certainly i understand i hear you i your concerns are that you feel that your hair is not bright enough and i absolutely want to accommodate your needs and make that better for you i feel that if we put you with so and so that we're going to be able to make you happy and We'll bring you up. We're going to offer you a complimentary um, conditioning treatment and blow dry with your service to make sure that you're happy because we want to make sure that you have an incredible experience inside of our company. And then how do you, and what's the conversation then with the, with the service provider, the guilty service provider? Hey, what could you have done better? What could you, how was the consultation? Did you dedicate that allotted time for the consultation to make sure all the needs, did you actually look at pictures to see that you're on the same page before that? Or did you just, when she said blonde, did you interpret your version of blonde? Mm-hmm. And if they say, hey, we went through a thorough consultation, we all, we all understand, you know, in life there's two things. There's a problem, there's a solution. And typically we are one or the other. So, <laughs> so we have to, yeah. <laughs> right, either you are a problem or you are the solution. So um, if, if I failed, a con- and I've done it too, my gosh, I did it sure. on fr- yeah, Friday night, my last guest of the day. I, I was so unhappy with her hair. She didn't act unhappy, but I was unhappy with it. And um, so I'm going to have to follow up with her. That was just me because I'm neurotic. Right. But, yeah, you have to have those conversations and let them know that you care. You know, I think a lot of songs, one of the things we do in our, in our company that works really well, too, is if a guest comes in on uh, Friday or Saturday, the next business day, call them. If it was their first time in the salon, call them to find out what their experience was like. You can get a lot of valuable feedback because there are those customers that won't tell you. Right. And if you call them like, you know, it was amazing. I feel like I just need to go a half inch shorter. Right. You can bring them in and, make, and they're like, wow, you actually cared enough about me to call me. It's about having those point of difference and, and adding more value to the experience. That's not even about, I mean, it's not a purposeful adding value. I mean, that's just, yeah, good, just, just being a good person, yeah. doing the right thing. Yeah, doing exactly. The right thing. I mean, there's the a right couple thing. of stores that I've shopped in and I get a handwritten letter. That feels good. Right, you just spend a lot of money because what we realize every single person that does a transaction with us, no matter what the transaction is, they have buyer's remorse 
So when you walk away from your hair experience, it's no different. They have buyer's remorse. Like, oh my gosh, I spent too much money on my hair. But if you follow it with a phone call now, it's like, oh, okay. It softens the blower. This, I bought a watch and I got a handwritten letter. I was like, well, that made it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the letter. <laughs> but yeah, just letting people know that you're there. All the way around, everything in your life, let people know that you're there for them. I, mean, I think we could sit here for, for days and hours. I mean, there's you, you're doing so much and you offer so much. And I mean, I don't even know. I mean, there's, even though... You know, we've been what here forty five minutes now talking, and I'm still trying to. I have a thousand questions still. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like you, you're doing. It feels like you're doing everything right, and 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 it's that's questionable, <laughs> right? <laughs> but because and, and not maybe just because of what you're doing, but you have so many people believing in you, right? Yeah. You have sixty eight employees, and they're all. Ha- for the most part, happy and yeah. they're very excited, and and we know people who are physically trying to knock on your door to get in. Yeah, it's, uh, you know what I mean. It, Corey and I, we, we we talked about it, we, we joke about it, but we we you know we definitely want to come visit, and come hang oh out, my God, just so do. we can just feel, you know, the it's beauty cool. of it. Like I just got a message from a lady in Brazil, and she took a selfie with some of my team, and the the text read. It's so amazing meeting your team. They have that same sweet spirit. We get it. Wow. We get it. Yeah. Right. And and so it's no accident. You you attract what you are and what you put out every single day. So in our company, you know, there's salons that put out fierce. Right. <laughs> or people that put out whatever. And we just put out love. And so yeah, we do really good hair, but we put out a whole lot of love and it comes back. Yeah. You get what you plant. So that's it. All you need is love. All you need is love. All you need yeah. is love. <laughs> I just, I was uh, with my mom last week. I went home to South Carolina, or two weeks ago, excuse me. And uh, this year I haven't publicly told anybody except for my friends that we've been battling a brain tumor with her this whole year. And it's been hellacious. I watched my dad die with cancer 11 years ago. And when she got this diagnosis, the doctors kept misdiagnosing. Like, oh, it's a, it's an ear infection. It's this, it's that. They're giving her antibiotics. Well, it was a brain tumor. And uh, this woman is so cool. You have to understand, like, mm-hmm. she is so cool. She's, like, rocked the treatment. She's bald on one side of her head now because the radiation was so aggressive. And um, she goes, and you, from the previous podcast, you know that she doesn't cut her hair because of her religion. And so she's got this bun, and her hair is bald on one side. And she's walking through this place. And she had told me a couple of times, I would call her to find out how she was. And she would say, stop worrying about how I am. I'm going to be fine. No matter what the outcome of this is, I'm going to be fine. I've got an incredible life. But I'm using this brain tumor as an, as an opportunity to serve people and to love them and to show them faith. And um, she's a woman of faith, and she has very strong faith. And so when I went into this facility with her, it was crazy to watch what happened. I walked in. Every single receptionist hops up from behind the desk. They're all running over at her to get a hug. They, they, her name is Frances. They're like, Frances? Oh, my gosh, I'm getting a Miss Frances hug. And uh, they're running over getting hugs from her. And I'm texting my brother. I was like, Mom is the mayor of this place. <laughs> and uh, But it was just so funny to see all the people that she had impacted through what she did, too. And I think that's one of the biggest things is that we all have an opportunity to love, serve, and care for people, no matter where you are, what the situation is, whether you're in leadership, whether you're just in life going through a struggle or whatever. And so I always give credit where credit's due. Like, my parents taught me how to love people. And I think that's so valuable. Um, just to love and serve right where you are, mm. right? There's no tricks. Just yeah. do it. <laughs> just do it. No and trick. if you sit beside me on the airplane, chances are I'm going to chat you to death and find out all the things and try to help you out. <laughs> just don't touch them. <laughs> yeah, don't touch me unless you've wiped down with Clorox. <laughs> <laughs> it's like monk. I can't help it. Oh, I, if anybody is listening and they have OCD, I feel you. It's terrible. <laughs> but we're clean. And it's real. It is. Oh, it's very real. Yeah, how, how is that challenge? I joke about it all the time because if you make fun of yourself with certain situations, um, people can't make fun of you. So, um, but I definitely, you know, at the end of the day, there's worse things, I guess. I just have to wipe everything down. <laughs> Twice. I have the cleanest hotel room in this building. <laughs> <laughs> there's no doubt, right? As a ladybug try to land on. <laughs> is that what that is? Oh my God, that's good luck. That's yeah. amazing. 
Well, you swatted it away, man. Well, you I didn't just, know what it was. I was like, <laughs> get away, get out of here. Ray is saying about how clean he is in his OCD, and then you know, yeah, a ladybug will take that. I just don't, yeah. <laughs> take you take the ladybug. Yeah, I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so yeah, but I would I would tell anybody that's been listening to us on any of the three podcasts that we've had together. You know, you've heard one consistent message over and over and over, and that's the biggest thing to your branding is consistency. You know, if you if you just be who you are, where you are. Everything else, all the right opportunities and situations will show up. Your team will show up. Your, your whatever. Everything is there waiting for you. You just have to speak it. And that's a really cool thing, especially as we go in. We're winding down the year, right? We need to start planning out 2020. Yeah. Think about the abundance mindset, the things that you really want to happen for yourself and your team and, and the people around you. Mm-hmm. Now you got me in deep thought. I, I know, love right? it. I love <laughs> I know, it. Right? Vision board. Vision board it. Vision board it. Vision board it. Awesome. Well, Mr. Daniel Mason Jones, once again, I adore you. You're you know amazing. That. You're amazing, sir. We, and thank uh, you for serving me. He carried my suitcase up the stairs while I go. This man's sh- a true servant sh- type. Sh- thank you. Sh- <laughs> You're going to ruin my rep, bro. <laughs> He's amazing. <laughs> Daniel, again, you know, th- thank you first off for the friendship. Thank you for, thank you. for yeah. uh, just so people know, I mean, when we do these events, we get to spend a lot of downtime with Daniel, and and I appreciate that more than you'll ever know. Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate just getting to hang. And the out amount with of him love before. that he's that we talk about on this thing with him is not even close to what he really is. Yeah, right. So yeah, the, the, the love that you amazing. receive in his patience in his presence yeah. as well is, is amazing. So, Mr. Daniel Mason Jones, I'll try this again. Thank you very very much for joining us on your deal. Always a pleasure. Best podcast out there. Thanks, guys. Hey, hey, so there it is. Hey, this is a message that um, we've been trying to bring, I don't know, for the last couple of months, actually since we started the podcast. Hey, so if you like the podcast or if you find that it's useful, please, please, please leave us a review, a five-star review on iTunes. Um, leave us a rating and a review. But if you don't like it, forget about it. <laughs> yeah, totally forget about this message. We also want to thank Sarah and Blaine from Pretty Gritty. Uh, Sarah and Blaine, they are a band out of uh, Portland, Oregon, and we just want to thank them very much for allowing us to use their song, Pleased to Meet You, on our podcast. Um, that's cool. I think you can find, actually you can, you can find their music on um, on iTunes. Peace and hair grease. <laughs>